I'm very hopeful long-term, you know, but immediate term things are still, who knows, sideways. Sideways indeed. Yeah. So quick intro to the show and like what we're planning on doing is Nick and I are basically both Solana developers involved in building stuff and educating developers on the Solana network amongst like other things, like we do other tech related stuff as well. But we basically just wanted to have a show where we can chat about what's going on in kind of like a pretty low key way and just talk about like upcoming projects, what's going on in the NFT space, what's going on in DeFi, that that kind of stuff. Yeah, so that's the big picture for the show. And we'll talk about, give our thoughts of Solana and I guess maybe even the broader crypto ecosystem as we go. But we're starting now at the beginning of February. I mean, January, not February. Months are hard sometimes. <laughs> and right, They can be. And right now, Solana is, it's up. It's up for the year. We're up on the year. Solana's, uh, so, Solana's bonkers, you it's, could say. It's bonkers. And we'll, we'll talk about how bonkers it is. Uh, let's do intros first. You want to uh, kick it off? Tell us who you are, Nick. Yeah, sure. I'll go first. Yeah, so I'm Nick Frostbutter. Go by Nick Frosty. Have the handle on pretty much every social media platform. Um, but uh, I don't use any of them except for Twitter. Uh, because who uses Facebook anymore? And I refuse to call it meta. And I'm a self-taught developer for the last 15 years. I first mined Bitcoin on a laptop back in the day. And I lost that laptop, like most good people of the day. And it's in a landfill somewhere, I'm sure. Actually, I probably recycled it because I'm a good person. And sure you are. I have been in the Solana ecosystem for not nearly as long as James. And I write developer docs and articles and uh, build a lot of random projects, I guess. Let's go with that. Is is that true that you haven't been in this ecosystem as long as I have? I, I don't feel like I've been here all that long. You've definitely been like here longer because you published Solana. the course well before I started, like really oh. on the developer side, really digging into Solana. Like I, I bought Solana back in 2021 sometime because I was like, ooh, this is okay. really cool. Fast, uh, fast transactions, cheap costs. I was like, that sounds amazing. And so I bought in, but didn't really do anything developer wise. I didn't really have the time for it at the time. And uh, you, I had. I had discovered your your original soul dev course. Got it. Got it. Um, cool. Now your intro. Yeah, I've, I I mean, I've been in the Solana space for about a year now, which feels both long and short at the same time somehow. Uh, before I like started doing anything on Solana, I was mostly doing stuff on Polygon, which I know is like, blasphemous to say in Blasphemy. the Solana space right now. There's a little bit of there's a little bit of like Solana v Polygon going on right now, which is hilarious to me because there's no contest, but that's beside the point. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so like I, I got involved in crypto in 2020 for the first time. So kind of a, a late bloomer for some. But uh, I've been running kind of a small agency, software agency for almost the, the last decade. Uh, for for half of that, it was mostly just me freelancing, and then um, slowly like grew and and evolved into something a little bit more than that. And obviously, in 2020, crypto was was like blowing up, right? Like just right in the middle of the bull market. 
and so I just had clients who were asking me about it and I, and I thought, Hey, I gotta, I gotta figure out what, what's going on here. So I started like learning solidity and, and, uh, wrote some smart contracts on Ethereum pretty quickly moved over to Polygon because like you said about Solana, like it was cheaper and sometimes faster than Ethereum. Not always depends on, on the day. Um, and so I, I did quite a bit of client work in Solidity and then um, I've done quite a bit of education work in the past and somehow got in touch with Chase over at Solana Foundation. And um, we talked about working on basically a Solana development course that could act as the basis for education in the Solana ecosystem. And the rest is kind of history. Like I, I started working on that, assembled a team to, to put together content and um somewhere along the way i like drank the kool-aid and and now it's all about solana it's it's mighty tasty kool-aid though oh so good it's good it's good kool-aid it, <laughs> it's kind of funny that how did you how'd you get in contact with chase was it over twitter uh no so i worked with matt window at lambda school now bloom tech um for a while in in what 2019 i guess um, so like I said, I've done quite a bit in the education space. So at, at Bloom Tech, I managed our instruction team for a while, did like some special projects type stuff. And uh, so, yeah, I guess I guess Matt is head of partnerships or, or business development or something at, at Solana. I, I don't know exactly what his title is or, or was at the time, but uh, I guess he and Chase had been talking about how nice it would be to have a base course already set up so that if you've got like coding boot camps that are trying to expand and teach Solana development. It could just be like, hey, here, this is this is like the course we've already created. You can now customize this to fit whatever you know flavor you want for your bootcamp, that kind of thing. And so he put me in touch with Chase. And yeah, I mean, we we chatted a couple of times. I met the rest of the DevRel team. And it just seemed uh, it, like to me, it was a great opportunity because I always love uh, learning new things. And I didn't know Solana development at the time. So I was like, yeah, awesome. Like this is this is a great way for me to learn something new and put out some great content. And then for them, obviously it was like, oh, James is, has done this before. Um, I, you know, I put together courses at at Lambda School, at Dev Mountain, another boot camp um, that's here in, in Utah where I live. I actually, for a number of years, my biggest client was Apple, specifically their Everyone Can Code initiative. So like I put together courses for Apple and ran workshops around the country for them. So, you know, it wasn't my first rodeo, if you will, when it comes to putting together developer education content. Yeah, that's what's cool. I, the reason I ask about Twitter is because I got in touch with Chase via Twitter off of like a random tweet he had, as, as Chase does. And he posted something to the effect of who likes writing docs and who wants to help with the Solana docs. And I responded with, I like docs. And uh, we started talking a little I, bit. I literally remember <laughs> seeing that tweet. Yeah, it was a good tweet. And your response. Yeah. Uh, so My we, response was literally the opposite. It was. And I think that's <laughs> that was like one of the first times we really started talking on the internet, which we eventually met in person at, uh, at Breakpoint 2022, which I think, are you wearing your Breakpoint sweater right now? I, I'm wearing an earlier... Um, Solana sweatshirt, oh, actually, wow. not the Breakpoint one. I'm actually wearing my Breakpoint one my, right now. I could go grab it if you no, want to feel it's, it's too like late. we're twin or, twinners. Uh, Magic. You, you don't want to be twinning? Uh, but I, so I, I replied to that tweet and we started talking with Chase and he 
kicked me over to Jacob, uh, Jacob Creech. And I started working with the DevRel team a little bit. And I've been like helping out with the Solana docs for a couple of months now, just trying to like help improve the docs and make them better and, and, you know, just help out where I can. And that's been really cool. And then uh, I got the awesome chance to go to Breakpoint in Lisbon last year, a couple of months ago, you know, before before that one thing that happened that we don't talk about. And Oof. yeah, and uh, yeah, Breakpoint was super cool. We met for the first time and I think we ended up chasing each other around the uh, the hacker house right before trying to <laughs> trying to actually meet up. Did. Like I'm over here. I was just there. I didn't see you. I'm over here now. Like, well, maybe one day we'll run into each other. And then here we are now. And then we did. And we did. And here we are. Let's see. What's going on in Solana right now? Uh, things things are kind of wild at the moment. We've we've had a we've had a ups and downs over the last couple of months. There's been well, most mostly down. I don't know if I'd say there's merit. Well, there's been some ups the last like four days or something. But I would say that uh, that Solana has been quite bonkers. And yes, that's an intentional crappy pun. Uh, because bonk, like bonk has gone crazy and everyone that's participated, which based off of the total volume seems like everyone in Solana, you know, our four developers that we have. I think, it, I think it's 75. Oh. Give us a little bit 75, more credit. I'm sorry. Yeah. But don't half of those work with Armani <laughs> at Coral. For sure. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Makes sense. Okay, so what what is Bonk? Or actually, let's let's do it this. Let's do it like first person. When did you first hear about Bonk? When I got an airdrop to my wallet. I so uh, I'm in Lamport. You Dow. you found it. So you saw it instantly. So you like I guess so. Not- notified in on your phone or something. No, oh, or so you that's just check your wallet so all that's, the time. That's I check my wallet all the time, like a good person. Uh, no, that's actually that's actually a lie. I saw the the Bonk Inu Twitter handle like posting some random stuff a couple of days beforehand. And I was just like, okay, great, you know, classic meme coin. You know, it's a it's a super down market because of of FTX and this there's some group or person behind this this project. And I was like, didn't think anything of it. And all of a sudden I got an airdrop to my wallet and I was just like, what's this thing? I was like, oh, I have twenty five billion bonk. And I was like, okay. It has no, it has no value. I can't do anything with it. I was like, okay, whatever. I just like left it alone for a couple of days. And then crypto Twitter just started. Well, Solana Twitter, I guess, started talking all about it. I, I didn't know about Bonk until, let's see, I could get the actual date if I needed to, because I sold some immediately, but because like an idiot, but like it was, you know, it, it only a few days ago. So like it already had some value. Um, but I had no idea that it was going to have like insane value. Right. So I, I also got the 25 billion, which, you know, for context for everyone, uh, if you're part of Lamport DAO, which is like the fairly newly created, uh, Solana developer DAO, uh, they, they basically posted a form for everyone to fill out just saying like, Hey, like this is so we know who who all is here and what your wallet addresses are so if we need to airdrop you stuff we can right and it turns out everyone who filled out that form who could prove that they're a developer got 25 billion bonk which now we all know is like great and enormously valuable but at the time and who, here's who knew what that was right here's the data point on that on the jupiter swap right now 25 billion bonk is 51,000 soul 
or sorry, fifty one hundred soul. That would have been fifty. Uh, fifty one thousand would be crazy. Fifty one thousand. That's insane. Fifty one hundred is crazy. Like fifty one thousand would be. So it's absolutely like that's insane, like sixty but... at current soul price. That's like sixty thousand dollars US. Like that's crazy. I think it's more than that right now. It's 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 insane. So so I I immediately started. Um, I've been trying to be more measured with like how I treat crypto because I think for a long time I just treated tokens as like funny money, full degen, and mode. I've lost. I don't I don't even want to say. I've lost a lot of money and like I've gained some money in some areas, but like definitely net negative. Right. Uh, I joined sort of crypto land in general in like the middle of the bull market in 2020. And so I was just like, yeah, like let's, let's throw 20 K into random things uh, because like everything's blowing up. Uh, And, and I got, I got burned a little bit. Um, It's, I, I actually had gotten out, before all the FTX stuff. So like I wasn't like burned by any of the FTX stuff, fortunately. But anyway, long story short, I'm trying to be more measured with like my my trading and that sort of thing and actually treat it like this is this this has real life value and, and I need to to be smart about things. So like when I saw that, you know, the the bonk I had in my wallet was was worth hundreds of soul, I was like, cool, I'm gonna sell some of this to lock in some profits. I didn't pay for any of this, but I'm certainly still going to take advantage of it and treat it as part of my portfolio and and like do some risk adjusting here right so i think i immediately got rid of 10 billion which in hindsight i think was too much uh this was like my first foray into treating things wisely um so i think i probably should have gotten rid of a little less um hindsight's 2020 right but i got rid of 10 billion and got a couple hundred soul for it which which was great like that's i huge for me. I like, I was, I was like, this is a massive win. Right. And then just a day later, I was like, why did I do that? Cause it just kept like doubling every day. Um, but even so I continued to, to like slowly unwind my position in bonk. Um, I now have about 40% of the airdrop left, which, which still has like value you just never know where things are going right it's like holding yeah, on sure. too long can be just as detrimental of as getting rid of something too soon so so i'm trying to like slowly uh take profits but still leave some in uh so that i can participate in the run as long as it goes yeah I, that's i mean that's a very responsible thing of you to do and uh i i took profits i actually can't sold help it all i was that same mentality i want to be more responsible and try to you know be a responsible adult and i uh i ended up selling all of it because i was watching the price action and it was like 200 to 220 soul and i saw it like drop very quickly and i was just like i'm just gonna sell now it's gonna start it's gonna start Got collapsing scared. yeah I, I yeah i panic sell panic sold basically and i was just like cool it's out of my it's out of my account and i just like moved on with my day and the next day i saw like all over twitter and i was like what is it is it up is it down so i looked and i was like how much I did have, and it's like it would have been worth like 400 soul, so an additional, you know, double what I actually sold it for. No pun intended. There was a moment I don't want to rub this in, but there was a moment when it would have been worth over a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I still to this day it's been five or six days since I sold out something like that, and still to this day, like multiple times a day, I check my wallet because I still have a little bit you left. Check. 
I still have a little bit left. I have like a hundred and something million, you know, casually. Um, and I check it, how much would that 25 billion be worth? And it's, I just get sad every time I look at it, but I keep doing it. And, uh, cause I'm a, I'm a glutton for pain. Not supposed to do that, but I absolutely get it. I do the same thing. I'm like, if I still had the full amount, what would it be worth right now? But like I said, it's look, uh, a lot of people are upset that they missed out on the airdrop for one reason or another. Like they didn't know that they were supposed to fill out this form or they're a dev, but they weren't in Lamport DAO, weren't in the discord for some reason. And I, and I absolutely feel their pain. Yeah. Right? I can, like I can respect that. what I'm about to, what I'm about to say is, is not meant to minimize the fact that it sucks to have missed out on an airdrop. Right. I will say one distribution at this scale is very challenging it is like you can't blame the people who are trying to send tokens to thousands of people for like not having a perfect distribution system that's that's one thing i'll say the next thing i'll say is if you missed out on the airdrop like you can't assume that you would have the full amount today because probably fewer than one percent of people who got the airdrop have the full amount today, right? They noticed it was in their wallets and it had some value and they sold it right away, right? Or they like sold some of it like I did, right? Or maybe, and of the people who have the full amount today, they're probably gonna hang on to it past the peak and then it'll lose some value. Like virtually nobody is going to capitalize on the full amount of their airdrop. And again, that is not to say like it doesn't suck to miss out an airdrop it it does but for most people the airdrop is probably somewhere in the 500 to five thousand dollar range based on just their trading behavior not like the hundred thousand dollars that it could have been at the peak yesterday at 3 p.m or, or whatever it was you know yeah and i even i yeah so i i sold out and then i bought back in a couple of times and then i sold out and I, I tried doing some uh, liquidity providing on Orca. And I think I tried three separate times, but the in the uh, in the Bonk Soul uh, liquidity pools, the Whirlpools, and all three times I got fully liquidated because the price was going up so f- quickly. So fast. And I just, I just kept getting fully liquidated into all, all the Bonk I had in the in the providing in the pool. So like I, I got to cash out the Soul, I guess but it was like within a couple of hours of initiating each position, just fully liquidated in the soul. And uh, I would have made a lot more money, um, but uh, you know, Insane. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's bonkers. And I'm going to keep making that terrible pun. Yeah. I'm I, yeah, no, it, it's a great, it's a great pun. Um, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about like the cultural significance though of bonk. Absolutely. Like, we've spent the last 10 minutes talking about the financial value which is huge. Again, don't want to like minimize the importance of, of financial opportunity, but there's, I, I think almost more importantly, at least on a macro level, is the cultural impact of, of Bonk right now, even if it doesn't stick around. And that's not, I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I just, I, in fact, it's the opposite. Cause I think a lot of people are like, well, this is just a quick pump and dump and like, it's not going to stick around. I actually think slash hope it does stick around me too but regardless regardless it's provided this like quick boost of unity in the ecosystem that i mean we we all needed right about now for one uh and and two 
like is is actually has on its own economic value like people are getting together and building things because of bonk that they wouldn't build otherwise yeah there's right? been a, there's been people a whole are, bunch of projects people are feeling energized yeah and it's like most of them might be dumb and don't have real value but it's like you're getting a bunch of people to interact and feel energized and and just ship stuff who wouldn't have been shipping otherwise and you cannot overstate the importance of that right like i mean you can think back to like your middle school history class when you first learned like about cultural exchange right and and the importance of like the middle east as a place of like cultural exchange it's like you just need people with ideas to mingle and that's where innovation happens and to me something like bonk like creates cultural exchange yeah, it, it, like you say, it brings that unity back within Solana, especially. There's been a lot of talk on on crypto Twitter that uh, all of the the passersby of the people just taking value out of the ecosystem because the price of Sol has gone down so much. A lot of those people left, and also after FTX, now the people that are left are they they for the most part fairly love Solana and the kind of ethos behind it. They love the developer community and the non-developer community alike. The NFT community is is also booming. Bonk not only brought that unity back, but it also brought a lot of like a morale booster. Whether you got the airdrop or not, it really, everyone's like kind of vibing again and everyone seems like pretty positive. It's yeah. the new year. Big stuff's coming on Solana this year. So it's been, yeah, it's really great just to see everyone being super happy and energetic about it. And it's, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Another awesome thing I saw, so there's there's like an unofficial telegram for, for Bonk. And qu- I feel like a couple days ago, I haven't looked at it in a couple days, but a couple days ago when I looked at it, there were quite a few people who were basically saying, hey, this is my first time using Solana. I came here because I heard about Bonk and I'm just trying to like get in early type of thing. Um, which is, which is great. It's like great to have new people coming in anyway, but it's what they said after that, that was really sweet, which was like, that was the most seamless crypto experience I've ever had. Right. was like, I onboarded into onto Solana and like traded and, and it worked. It was so fast. It was seamless. The UX was great. I think there's, there's so much to do in terms of like UX and crypto in general. So I'm not saying Solana is like there. But it is, in my experience, it's it's really good, relatively speaking. It's why I'm still in the ecosystem and why I'm so bullish on Solana. And so like these sort of things, things like Bonk that sort of get the hype going and get new people to try it out. I think it, it becomes this flywheel of like getting people to try this out and and actually see like, oh, the narrative around Solana as like this network that has downtime is not really accurate. In reality, the the true narrative around Solana is that it's blazing fast. Its UX is better than any other chain, at least that I've used. I, I shouldn't actually say any other because I haven't used every chain. But like the UX is really great. It's fast. It's cheap. Everyone can participate. And the community is fucking awesome, right? Like you can't beat that. Yeah, it's when you have when you have this this like melting pot of all these ideas of everyone's trying to build cool stuff but with the the technical nature with the the scalability nature that Solana offers you can build so many more cool things and so many more cool things are being built on top of it and that's that's the reason I'm so bullish on Solana and like 
like Bonk is a community driven project, I guess. Like there's not like a particular individual or group behind it. It's kind of just at this point, like out in the ether and people are just building stuff to accept Bonk, to, to play with Bonk, to burn it. And it's just the community is really running with it uh, to include with the upcoming hackathon. We'll give a shout out to the upcoming hackathon. Do you like that segue? It was good. Um, so it was great. There, the there's an upcoming virtual hackathon called Solana Sandstorm. Sweet name. Uh, and there'll be a link in the show notes for the official tweet by the the good old Mert of Helios. So Solana Sandstorm is going to be a uh, open virtual hackathon that anyone can build stuff for Solana. It's full of tons of sponsors throughout the ecosystem, including Helios themselves, Solana Foundation, Crossmint, Bonk. There's a there's a Bonk track uh, for the hackathon, <laughs> and uh, there'll be details in the description. It, for I it. Freak, uh, virtually, virtually, like every project you've heard of, like yeah. I mean, Clockwork is sponsoring yep, a, a track, like all all kinds, all kinds of stuff. Tolls there, tons of. Uh, or not Soul Flare, Soul Blaze, sorry. Um, yeah, but it's from January 13th to January 23rd, which is right around the corner. And it's going to be great. I'm excited to see what people build, especially with it being such a such a narrow window. It's 10 days of a hackathon, virtual hackathon to, to kick off the new year. Are you looking Are you looking for any particular projects that you hope someone builds? I don't know, man. I... Uh... I'm not gonna lie. I just wrapped up with the Magic Eden hackathon, mm, okay, uh, and and which ended up being like two months, and that took it out of me. <laughs> so so I've been like chilling the last few weeks. I took winter break off entirely. You know, like the end of 22 was was a lot, uh, and I'm just getting back into things. You know, so I I see all the stuff everyone sees on Twitter, but I haven't like gone deep. I don't know that there's anything specific. I'm expecting out of the hackathon. If anything, what I'm hoping for is for something that I'm not expecting that I that I don't know I should be expecting, if that makes sense, right? Like I'm I'm hoping for people to build things that we need that I can't even like envision right now. How like almost you know? philosophical Some, of you. I mean, sure, yeah. There's there's something philosophical there, maybe, but I think that's just how innovation works in general. Yeah. Right. That's it's true. like Nobody, nobody's out there like this is the next physics in a, like the next physics discovery we need to to see. It's like if you knew what it was, it would be discovered already, right? Instead, the the big things are are largely unexpected and are shocking, you know. That's and fair. that's and that's kind of what I'm hoping for. I don't think we're going to see this, but I'd love to see projects that are almost at like an architectural level or not even architectural, but like a paradigm shift level, a project, for example, that changes the paradigm of how you interact with blockchain on mobile. Right. And I don't necessarily mean like with, with Saga, I mean like, Hey, you still have tons of people who are going to use an iPhone for who knows how long it's like, how do we, how do we make this experience, this crypto experience better for them in the interim until either, saga is is like a big deal or or until you know apple does something with their devices that makes crypto a little bit um easier easier to work with on on device so i i don't know exactly what that looks like i have i have some ideas but we'll we'll save that for maybe another another show um but in the spirit of talking about like hackathons and building things i want to let's just briefly talk about like what we're building and then we can wrap up for for today does that work yeah yeah i'm game for that we alluded to it earlier that like i 
I helped create a Solana development course. That is still an ongoing effort. We have one more module that we're hoping to release this month. Uh, we were trying to get it get it released by the end of 2022, and, and it just didn't happen. Um, but we've got four lessons that are drafted. Uh, I'll be reviewing those and, and polishing those in the next week or so and get those out. And then, um, and then I'm going to be trying to figure out a way to sort of finance future educational efforts. Um, I don't want to just like stop with the course that I've already created. I think there's a lot of room to like help devs in the ecosystem. And so I just need to figure out either like a business model that makes that work or, or find some, some funding from someone who just wants to, to make that happen. Um, and even if I don't find funding, I'll, I'll definitely keep doing some, some educational stuff on the side, but I'd love to be able to really continue to attack it in full force the way that I have been. Um, so I'll, you know, I guess that's a stay tuned type of thing. <laughs> stay tuned TM. Uh, and then on top of that, right? Like the, I mentioned, I, I did something for the magic Eden hackathon. So me and, um, overachiever worked on, uh, basically on-chain subscriptions using clockwork threads for um, automating uh, subscription payments. And we, I, I mean, the subscriptions themselves, it's kind of simple in theory and then gets complex in, in practice. So there's a, there's a lot that we're working on and there's a lot in terms of client side tooling that we've been building out as well to make using it easy and simple. Um, it's still not like published. It is open source, so you can see it all and stuff, but um, but it's not like deployed to mainnet and, and ready for uh, for production use. But a lot of cool stuff there. Uh, I'm excited to sort of talk about that in the future as well. And then, um, you know, lastly, I, I'm basically, so I, I worked on Ironforge with Italo over the summer for the uh, what was the name of that hackathon? The summer, the summer camp hackathon, summer, summer camp, I guess. Um, yeah. And I, and I sort of took a step back for a few months while, while Atala led the charge on some, some of the product development uh, and that sort of thing. And I'm now, now that the product is closer to where we want it to be, I'll be stepping in and doing some like uh, basically advisory and DevRel type of type of stuff. So I'm excited to, I'll have some more announcements soon for like, what we've got going on at Ironforge and uh, how we're going to help, you know, devs with Solana development and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm I'm super excited to see like what a what uh, what Ironforge like produces and to play around with it because I haven't I haven't played around with it yet, but I'm I'm really excited. But also just generally like crypto payments, like being able to do subscription payments in a good and user friendly way. That's uh. It's that's what's that's what I think is going to take blockchain and crypto to the next level. So many more businesses can adopt it. Uh, it's yeah, I'm really excited. But for me, I am working on a project that I'm I'm not ready to announce, but I will give some brief details of. It's uh, it's in the finance sphere, and it's uh, it's focused on, I'll say, portfolio management, asset management kind of deal, but. Uh, the, the slogan I'm going with is uh, personal finance for the crypto native. That's what I'm going with for now. Um, but I've been working okay. on that very slowly over the past many months. And I'm, I'm getting close to a point of being willing to share with it publicly. Uh, but aside from that, writing a lot of documentation and, and stuff like that, some articles. Uh, I just the other day, I wrote a couple of articles on deriving Solana addresses, 
with uh, with the new version of the Solana uh, CLI. There's uh, some new some new hotness in there. But I wrote some content for my personal website on uh, how Solana addresses get derived and actually how to use the derivation path and like kind of understanding what it is and how it works. I would like to read those. I think I'm going to publish them this weekend. <laughs> I just haven't done it yet. Cool. Um, but yeah, so that's, 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 awesome. that's what I'm working on. More content. Got goals to write a lot of content this year for my own personal site. But we'll see how that goes. That's awesome. I don't think you shared what your current day job is. Is that something you want to you wanna talk about? Or to, we'll just have a, we leave it as a cliffhanger for this one and we'll talk about it later. Oh, oh snap. Oh, snap. Okay, I, li- I like that. Little, it's every single little, person uh, I've talked tease. to, every, as soon as they find out, they're always just like, uh, I need to know more. And I'm like, mm, <laughs> that's classified. It is. <laughs> it is actually pretty cool. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. Um, but no, we'll, we'll keep it at that for now. That was, uh, that was awesome. Fun, fun chatting. We'll, uh, we'll do it again. I'm sure in a few days, everyone is listening. Thank you for listening. We will, uh, be back soon. Yeah, I guess. Thanks for listening. All right. Peace out.